beautiful humans, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and today we are going to be talking about trusting the process, allowing things to be what they are, and another important part of this that we're going to be discussing is kind of basics of law of attraction and how our words truly do matter in how all parts of our mind, body, spirit are listening to the words. Like the words that we're using is is like a projection into what it is that we're seeing. Okay. So how is your relationship with time? And I know that might sound kind of like a, what, what are you talking about? But for example, are you someone who always is afraid of running late? Or are you someone who is constantly late? For me, you guys, I used to be, and I used to joke about how I'm perpetually late. That used to be like, my phrase, like, oh, that's just me. I'm perpetually late, like (laughs) consistently late. Um, and I did, I did a coaching program actually. And the coach that was leading it really made it apparent about like that when we're late to other things, like it is completely disrespecting the other person by saying without saying with our words, but saying with our actions, my time is more valuable than yours. And The idea of sending that message to other people really, I was like, oh, that is not my intention. I just am lollygagging around, (laughs) you know, and I just kind of had it as my persona. Like, this is who I am. I'm someone who's late. But think about the stress that that occurs and that creates whenever you are driving somewhere, whenever you're having to speed or whenever you're getting pissed off at traffic lights because you're trying to get somewhere on time. Like, it's the worst feeling ever, right? It's such a bad feeling. It just doesn't feel good at all. And especially if other people show up right on time and you show up late, like even for parties, like I like to ask people now, what time should I arrive? You know, because sometimes people tell you one time they meet another. I like to know the time that I'm going to arrive and then I stick to that. Like it's not being delusional with ourselves around, okay, well, it takes 15 minutes to get there. So I'll leave five minutes before it starts, you know, and this requires us to be intentional. Obviously we have to forgive ourselves, and I'm not perfect at all. Uh, No one is but it's the intention behind it. Do you have the intention to be on time? And what you're doing is respecting yourself, respecting other people. And it's one of those things that we don't realize actually improves our confidence because it it, it builds the trust muscle that we can trust ourselves to show up to the things in our life without it being a big stressful thing, right? There doesn't have to be some big story attached to it. I used to create so many stories. If someone would ask me if I wanted to do something, I would think about it and then I would say, you know, ah, yeah, I'll let you know, but I wouldn't decide. And so decision is really important and it's a muscle as well. Cause in the beginning, I, you know, I, I just remember not wanting to make a decision and I felt like it was more freeing to not confirm yes or no. So then my plans would stay open. How many of you guys resonate with this? I, if you resonate with this, like I get it. That's what I used to do all the time, but then it would almost, um, because I wasn't deciding what I wanted to do because I was waiting to see if something better would come along, like subconsciously, not always on purpose. Um, I would piss people off because they'd think I was coming and then I'd be like, Oh, I didn't say for sure. You know, I would kind of piss myself off. I was kind of flaky and it would mess with my confidence. And I didn't realize it was something that was messing with my confidence. Cause it's like, if I can't decide yes or no, and by the way, you don't have to decide yes or no in the moment, but you do got to decide. 
Because if you leave everything a maybe, you're going to get that maybe energy right back. You're going to invite people to things. You're going to ask people questions and they're going to project to you that same maybe energy that you've been projecting to the world around you. And it's frustrating. When we are decisive about things and we say, oh, thank you so much for the invitation, but I already have plans that night. It's freeing. We don't have to let it linger around in our mind because we've made a decision. We've cut off the energy flow of that. And now we can focus somewhere else. But if we tell someone, yeah, I'll let you know that leaves and that leaves this open circle that we have to, and it's, you know, take this with a grain of salt. Sometimes we really need to check other things and then let them know. But notice the difference and have discernment within yourself if you are avoiding making a decision to not say no. Because if we don't make a decision, a decision still gets made. It's just not the decision that we've chosen. It's a decision that's happened because of us avoiding it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so we've talked about decisions. We've talked about keeping our word a little bit. Um, So coming back to this idea of time, you know, we've talked about the abundance mindset and the scarcity mindset. You know, the abundance mindset is the belief that there is enough. There's enough time. There's enough money. There's enough scarcity mindset. There's not enough. I'm not enough. You're not enough. There's not enough money, time, resources. There's not enough. And we have a pendulum swing, right? It swings back and forth where sometimes we're like, I trust the process. I feel the abundance of it. Everything's working out for me. I'm going to show up anyways, even without the proof. Then sometimes the pendulum swings and we're like, oh my freaking gosh, everything's falling apart and I feel scared and I think I'm behind and oh my God, right? And then our inner being, the highest self within us, starts to bring us back home. The pendulum swings the other way and we're like, oh, everything's always working out for me. I trust the process. You know, so I'm sharing this with you because it's more about the noticing. When you realize you're in the scarcity mindset, when you realize you're questioning time and you're fearing it versus trusting that there's always enough, um, that's when we get to shift, when we notice it. So it's not like, oh my God, I totally have that. I'm su- I suck. I'm bad. Like, no, 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 no. The noticing and the awareness is what allows us to go back to the abundance mindset. Be able to sink into the thought of, well, what if there was enough? Well, what if I am right on time? Well, what if I don't have to worry because things have always worked out in the past, so why would they not work out now? And the best way to get clear on where you're at and what's actually going on, well, for me anyways, is through journaling. Journaling is where you slow down enough to spend time checking in with your own thoughts. And if it ever feels like, oh, what's the point? This feels trivial. That's because there's a part of you that's used to dismissing your own emotions, So the idea of sitting down and checking in with yourself feels pointless because you've been dismissing yourself, right? And so that's why journaling is such a strong form of self-love because it's saying, as if you were to say with a friend, I'm willing to sit here with you and listen. What's been going on? How are you? Right? We do this with our close friends all the time where we allow them to just speak and we we listen and we take we hold space for them. And so are you holding space for yourself? And have you ever had times where your friend is holding space for you and you have all these aha moments of how you're actually feeling because someone is there to help you to just to listen to you verbalize it and once you verbalize it you're like oh shit okay I feel so much better now I know how I'm feeling but when you first started talking you didn't really know that's one of the best examples I can give around why journaling is important 
for the self-love journey, why journaling is important to bring yourself back to that abundance mindset. And specifically with time, there's been so many times that I will check myself and I realize, oh my gosh, I am letting unnecessary stress and anxiety build up inside of me because I'm worried that I am behind. And most of the time, this idea of being behind is from a um, like self-induced expectation, an expectation that I've created, whether it's a work deadline, whether I said, I wanted to do my laundry today and I didn't, or maybe it's an actual deadline where there's a, a fee involved, right? Where I have to pay my car insurance and I actually that's on auto pay or my car registration. How about that? For the past three years in a row, I have not paid it on time. And this year I get to pay my car insurance or my car registration on time. So I don't have to pay that 50, $75 fee. Right. Um, and when we notice that we are behind on this external deadline that someone else has placed for us, well, we handle it. But you don't have to create a big story about it, about what it means about you. That's the part that I want you to hear is what stories are you attaching to the things that are happening in your life? Are you attaching a story that's like, oh, this is me. I suck. Can't believe I'm doing this again. I always do this. Like, this is why I can't start my own business. I can't even trust myself to pay my bills, right? You know, the inner critic starts going wild. And that's when we get to check ourselves and we get to say, okay, let's start again. And if you ever feel like you were behind, like, oh my gosh, other people are so much farther ahead than me. I should already be there. Check the shoulds. Do not should on yourself. You can post that to your Instagram story. Just text, just type it. Do not should on yourself. When you find yourself saying, I should do this, I should do that. That is scarcity of time where you are afraid that you aren't where you're meant to be. And so you're trying to beat yourself into where you think you should be, or you're supposed to be. And it's all bullshit. It's all an illusion. You are exactly where you're meant to be. I guess this is the message I really want you to hear in this episode. You are exactly where you're meant to be. You're allowed to relax into this while also showing up for it. You're allowed to trust that where you are is exactly where you are meant to be. You are not behind. The feelings of being behind is self-created. It's it's the ego's projection of fear. You know, there are no blocks. There are no obstacles. There are only projections of fear that are created by you, okay? So if you feel like I can't do this because, like that's actually a great thing to open up the journal. If there's something you've been wanting to do, but you feel like you can't do it, let's find out what story is attached to that belief, that idea. You know, I can't do this because... I can't talk to that person because I can't um, change my health because I I can't get a relationship because and whatever comes after that really let it all out so you can take a look at what's going on inside. We don't always realize the emotional process, the like what is going on in our emotional state because we're busy living, being like, hey, what's next? What do I need to do? You know, avoiding those emotions, maybe through food, through eating, through substances, through alcohol, through socializing, right? Maybe avoiding being alone because you don't know what to do with the thoughts and emotions that come up. All reasons to journal. Um, and I'm really excited because... I've been working on a self-love journal prompt and also a self-love meditation and affirmation series. And so that's going to be coming out soon. Um, It's all created. I'm just creating and putting together some of the back-end things to make it 
a great experience for you to be able to listen to. So I'm kind of being a teaser right now because I don't have it available for you to download just yet, but it's on the way. It's being birthed into the world. And you know, this is an example. I'm so excited to share this with you. I want to give it to you right now. I want you guys to be like, just message me and I'll share it to you. But I want to trust, I am trusting the process because there's a bigger vision at play. And I got to remind myself and I get to remind myself, there's no rush. Anytime I feel like I need to rush, that is my ego. That is outside pressures because my intuition knows that time is abundant. Everything is happening in perfect timing. If it's meant to be today, then it'll be. And like, yes, there's a balance between things aren't just going to happen without us taking action and showing up for it, right? We got to show up for it. But we get to trust that if we gave our 100%, then it's enough. And we also get to realize and really understand that our 100% looks different every day because we have cycles and we have rhythms. And sometimes it feels like winter inside and sometimes it feels like summer inside. There's actually a really beautiful and um, kind of breakdown of for the female body, the four different cycles that your body goes through and how each of the different cycles is kind of mirrored as um, one of the seasons, that it's like, you know, during our period, you could guess it's winter. It, it's more of uh, wanting to be alone, more of a reflection time. It's colder, you know, maybe not in the physical sense, but as a metaphor where we want to retreat a little bit, right? We're feeling bloated. We're feeling, we're literally bleeding. <laughs> um, and so we get to honor and respect that we have seasons and cycles and we're not going to be the same every single day. Our male counterparts, I think, do and can thrive a lot easier in the like heartbeat of routines, the consistency, the steadiness. As women, we are all about cycles and rhythms and ups and downs and the fluidity, and that's the feminine essence. And like, thank God the men have much more of a steady heartbeat or a steady beat with the way that they conduct their life and their work because we need them to be steady for us to be able to have the fluidity. Um, or maybe if you're in a relationship and one of you guys really carries more of the masculine energy and one of them carry one of you carries more of the feminine energy, right? It doesn't have to be a male or female um dynamic or partnership. Maybe it's both of you are male. Maybe both of you are female or identified in other ways. But what I'm trying to say is that with the feminine energy, it has cycles and rhythms and we get to respect it by not beating ourselves up mentally around why we don't feel as energized as we did the day before. Instead of asking what's wrong with me, ask yourself, what do I need and how can I provide that for myself? Maybe you do need rest. Maybe rest looks like laying in the backyard in the sun. Maybe rest looks like taking a nap. Maybe rest looks like reading a book and doing something that isn't as mentally stimulating because your mind is exhausted, right? Maybe rest is a meditation or doing something without having a big goal or reason to why you're doing it, but doing it because it sounds good. But if you're sitting in front of the TV, sometimes it can be relaxing, but it normally isn't. You know, so don't think that, oh, I need to go rest. And that means laying down and watching Netflix the whole time. I've been watching Grey's Anatomy lately and that shit infiltrates your mind. Okay. I literally had like Owen Hunt in my dream last night and I'm like, oh no, I'm watching too much TV. And I've lived the past like three years. I've 
I haven't had a TV. Like if I wanted to watch something, I'd watch my computer. But now and how the living situation that I have right now, I do have a TV and a big comfy couch. And you know, it's just easy to at the end of the day, sit down and turn it on. And I was reminded of, oh, wow, this I remember being addicted to this. This used to be a big addiction. I would come home and not want to do anything. Instead, just watch TV because I wanted to be able to experience someone else's story because I wasn't finding satisfaction with my own life story that I was currently living in. And it was a way to kind of disassociate. And I know that's not for everyone. You know, some people are like, nah, Kels, I'm just watching TV, (laughs) you know. But the way that I emotionally process and analyze things I've noticed that that has been kind of an escape mechanism for me. And guess what happens when we sit and spend hours and hours and hours on the TV? If you're like, holy shit, why did I do that instead of doing these other things? You got to learn how to forgive yourself and start again rather than beat yourself up and feel like you're behind. It's the bounce back that really matters. Like how quickly can you bounce back and realign your energy with what's important to you and prioritize it, but not... But be aware of of the the yo-yoing, right? Where you're down, you're up. Where I'm going to watch TV for 10 hours, but then tomorrow I'm going to do 550 things and I'm going to be superwoman and I'm going to take an Adderall, right? Beware of those crazy ups and those crazy downs because that can be kind of addicting where it's like, okay, I'm going to go, 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 go so I can just be blah later. If that is you... You get to practice working calm because that used to be me. And this whole idea of can I show up to work feeling calm was foreign. I was used to needing to be all jacked up on energy, on coffee, on just high, high energy in order to approach tasks. But the more and more I learned how to work calmly, it actually started to like change the procrastination because I wasn't waiting on that super high energy in order to start something. And it also started to just create more sustainability in the workflow of what I was doing. I mean, this is like if you work from home, but it's more so when you're doing things for yourself, right? Whether you're cleaning or, or maybe you do have a business or some type of side hobby that you have that if you find yourself needing to get all jacked up in order to do it, check in with that. Ask yourself why. Start questioning it. You know, everything comes from questioning. It's really important because then we can find out the stories that we've attached to it. So we've talked about making decisions. We've talked about trusting the timing of your life and that everything is happening on time and that you are not behind and that if you ever feel behind, well, it's a lie and you're stuck in a mode of comparison because only reason you'd ever feel behind is if you're comparing yourself to someone else's journey. And if that's the case, girlfriend, you get to stop doing that because it's not serving your highest good. Okay. Okay, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and you can do, be, and have anything that you want. Trust your body. Trust the signals. And remember that everything is happening for you. Nothing is happening to you. All right. Love you. Talk to you later.